0: podcast for round four. This is a big the four, number, row, mate. The number. four
1: forty. Forty?
0: Yep. yep. All right. Pair of 40-year-old blokes. Our podcast is a man. He's 40. <laughs> Pair of 40-year-olds talking <laughs> on their 40th podcast. Actually, um, uh, Anthony Brand had, had a bit to do with the first... How long was he around for? About the first 10 or 15 <laughs> still, or something? He's still around. You yeah. know. He's still alive. Um, yeah. th- that's a good segue, actually. I wanted to bring up our theme music mm. was written and produced and recorded by Anthony I only, and, lear- and I only learned
1: this the other day. I'm going to have to ask Anthony for the lyrics. Yeah, that's so right. So I'm going to start singing Yeah, I've like,
0: listened you know, to it. It's a good movie. song. It's called <laughs> Borderline, I think. <laughs> um And they placed it on...
1: What a great name for a theme for a rugby league
0: (laughs) Borderline, yeah. Borderline. Um, And it was on uh, Unearthed, so yeah, we'll have to post up a link or something, but yeah, it's uh, all good. All good. Um, So on on the show this week, um, we're going to be talking a little bit about hmm, cheating. Yes. uh, Yes.
1: uh, What a week in which, you know, I don't know about you, James, but I learned that Australian sportsmen can actually cheat. Yeah, They are constitutionally capable of actually cheating. That's, what I, that's my big takeaway. I always this
0: week. thought that we were just perfect citizens and, <laughs> and, uh, and the Australian cricket team exemplified. I think that. we
1: have to prime the, the listening audience, kind of what's left of you out there. Um, that uh, Part of the reason we do this pod is that uh, James, James Smith is the rugby league supremo of Inside Sport magazine. Well, there's, been, only, there's only YouTube things, isn't there? <laughs> Not, come on, come on! We have had other, we have had other kind of, you know, notable league, league kind of, in the minds yeah. in our ranks. But you are, the, you are the resident supremo. But the other kind of status that James has held in his decade here at Inside Sport is, is he is our internal cricket skeptic. <laughs> so <laughs> we you, are, we you. are, we. He is, he is our most uh, kind of clear-eyed, fair-minded cr- uh, uh, kind of s- critic. Yeah, of uh, of, of the game of uh, cricket, the great game of cr- cricket. So, yeah. I I have always, uh, I, I do desire to bring an element uh, of kind of that to you in in the pod this week, in a, in That's a rugby league context, of course. Yeah, okay. We're not yeah. going to do awkward comparison, awkward kind of comparisons and segues the way Peter Beattie did. You know, <laughs> yeah, trying to compare, he just, kind of the way they handled in you know, the you know the way the NRL uh, handled the. Uh, Manly salary cap uh, uh, scandal with uh, what's going on in uh, Cricket Australia and South Africa. That was like uh, a knife
0: to the guts wasn't it? It was like (laughs) Unlike the trigger, like,
1: Peter, you don't have to bring that up. Don't bring. I mean, you, I know you're new to sports administration, yeah, yeah. but you don't bring up the misfortune of another sport. You know, yeah, but sport, you know, sport, you know, un, you know, voluntarily.
0: But in his defence, when can rugby league sit back and tut tut at another sport? Fair point. Fair point. We're they
1: really do have to enjoy it while it, you know while it lasts. Right? It's like when
0: we got that. There was that one round last year, and we had more people come to our games than. Butterfly AFL. dying, AFL. I'm oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> karate warrior. Two follows that one. The the closest? butterfly killing game. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're going to That that is the new name for it. Yeah. But it's not often, is it? Like we, you know, we all get to sit back and say that's a disgraceful. What happened?
1: The BKG again. butterfly <laughs> killing game. I'm not thinking about this. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. on you, karate warrior. Set, set you, you've, you've warped our minds.
0: Yeah. Um, so there'll be a, a, yeah a bit of that throughout today's show. Going to talk about what uh, the most rugby league thing we did and what what we're looking forward to. Um, this weekend and as well as go over your um your uh, responses to our podcast question this week which is related to to cheating um kind of thing Uh, the question was what's the cleverest way teams bend the rules during a game in order to get the upper hand so not necessarily cheating but doing whatever you can uh inside the inside the rules um without the referee seeing basically so there you go we'll uh We'll, we'll, we'll visit that uh, coming up. Um, yeah, mate. Did you want to? Um, what did you want to do? Did you want to? We'll, we'll did you see. want to bash cricket for a while, or, or did you want to uh, infuse cricket bashing in each segment that we have? <laughs> pretty much.
1: Okay. okay. We are here to talk. We are here to talk league. I think. Unfortunately, every conversation that I think we've had, you know, this, yeah. in, in the entire country this week, yeah. has, has come back to kind of <laughs> the, the ball tampering scandal. Yeah. So well, I yeah. think along the very natural course, all conversational roads will lead there. But it's uh,
0: like, oh, you've forgotten the milk. Oh yeah, well, Australia forgot its manners too
1: on the field. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it related to anything, Kane. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're actually going to, you know, I, I, you know, if, if we kind of start with, you know, kind of the most league thing we did this yeah, week, yeah, yeah, you'll see what I mean. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so what is is indeed in our regular like lead-off segment. What yeah. is the most league thing you did? You? Um, the most league
0: thing I did was I for the first time in a long time, sat at home on a Saturday night and watched all three games of rugby league. So
1: you basically did what rugby league fans usually yeah, do. Yeah. I did what... I did what the, <laughs> not go to the ground. No, exactly. Stay on the couch and watch you know, yeah. the, the, magnificent, you know, the magnificently broadcast you know, products <laughs> that is the NRL.
0: I uh, got my hot blanket, my hot Milo and blanket Here we go. and I sat on the lounge and I, and I, I was in Sydney and I turned the TV on and I said, these crowds in Sydney are disgrace, <laughs> as 90% of the, uh, the critics on Twitter uh, do. Um, yeah, it was, um, I hadn't done that for a while, and it was because uh, um, my better half was very ill, so we couldn't go anywhere, and I thought, well, I'm not going to go anywhere if you can't, so we'll, I'll, we'll sit there and we watch the, the marathon that is Super Saturday. Now, here's
1: the question. It's good. Was it a better experience than going to the ground? No, definitely not. <laughs>
0: no, I love Fox Sports. They're great people. As He's you know, ingenious, you, James. You, you've interviewed a bunch of them, so have I. They're great people. But and, but, in fairness, though, the, the presentation is really, really good. I love the play. I, love, I know a lot of people don't particularly take to these two blokes, but... I'm a Mick Ennis and Mark Casney fan. Yeah, yeah. I really love their analysis. I like Gaz. Of, I think I think yeah. Gaz
1: is is a serious-minded analyst yeah. in the game. So
0: and um and the more confident he gets, uh, the more I like Mick Ennis. He really takes you inside the tactics of the game because he's you know he, he was a modern player. So I like that. And, and I liked um it's got a real beat to it that that those three games on Saturday. You don't have to sit there and watch them all. You can go and do something else, and you come back halfway through to the next game and. I liked it. It was a really good So
1: kind good of like cricket. You can kind of <laughs> go away and do something else and come back and watch.
0: Yeah, there's no uh, there's no um, cheating of the rules or, or you know manipulating the shape of the ball in rugby league. No, the problems is we're applying the rules right yeah. now, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the number of times the
1: whistle is going off. Oh, that's, that's right. Far out. Mm.
0: Are you sick of the ref, ref's fault thing? This is something I think we're probably going to...
1: I, I thought we, we, were, we, were gonna, well. we, were, we were gonna we're gonna talk we we're gonna tackle in the next section because you know it is i i think it was kind of interesting the the um the reaction it drew this week but anyhow, um the most league thing I did this week uh, it's not so much something I did but it's something I haven't been able to get off my mind yeah. because uh as you might imagine um part of our existence has been absolutely been engulfed by kind of this uh this ball tampering scandal yeah uh and there's been you know You know, in the spirit that you try to draw a positive kind of out of even the most negative of uh, of situations, some of the humor that has emerged out of this has been fantastic. And I must admit, the the the, the best one for me that, that I've come across is something that you showed me actually, and, oh, and you know, so I nominate this is the most league thing I've done, or it's been oh, kind yeah. of in my sphere. Oh, you uh, Yeah, it uh, came from a, uh, an account by the name of uh, Paracatter Fields, okay. which I believe is based in Hawaii, of all places. But, but anyhow, oh, really? yes, he kind of um, pulled the old uh, Ace Ventura, Finkel is Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel <laughs> routine yes. in turning a uh, in drawing out a uh, line of logic. That started out with a Cameron Bancroft and Steve Smith are cheats, and then reducing it down to Cameron Smith is a cheat, yeah, <laughs> which I thought that was one of the that was the funniest thing I saw in the entire kind of like you know in the deluge of uh, of funny that that oh. accompanied this uh, this. Uh, let's not call it tragic, please. No, it's not. You know, I mean, it's it probably does say something about the country at large, but you know, yeah. it. Um, yeah, and I'm not saying this is an overreaction. I think this is one no. of those things that kind of encapsulates a moment. But um, exactly. But yeah, uh, yeah it's um, it, yeah, it's nice that we can kind of <laughs> in in circumstances like this, sometimes you have to laugh yeah, <laughs> so, yes, so yeah. you just don't cry. So oh, that's that, great. that, that yeah. is the that is the best thing I uh, that is the most most league thing that's that's happened for me in the last week.
0: The kid handing or trying to hand
1: Nathan Lyon a piece of sandpaper. That was bad. Brilliant, wasn't it? That wasn't bad. That was terrific. The Amazon account where you could buy like those little <laughs> sticky pieces of you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Steve Smith's book sitting on the true crime <laughs> shelf at uh, Dimex—that <laughs> was good.
1: That's become, that's become such a hackneyed move. So every you know, yeah, you have to like, like moving like moving Lance Armstrong's like you know uh, memoir to uh, the fiction section. <laughs> That's good.
0: That's good. Um, what are we up to now? Uh, what we're looking forward to. Okay, what I'm looking forward to, and this continues along the lines of the uh, ref's fault vein that I <laughs> touched on before. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to how Ricky Stewart's Raiders handle uh, this weekend's game. Um,
1: Which is, this is how they're going to disappoint their fans again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. They're playing at Brookvale um, on Saturday night at 730 Um I I love watching Ricky Stewart as as a specimen as a as a being. I love watching he's such an interesting bloke. Mm. And he did I, I still think I know every, I know the referees are to blame for pretty much every single thing that that your team does and you know the reason that your team loses is because of the referee. Um but what he did last week was a real good example of what he does often and so does Wayne Bennett. Mm. He chose he he knew his players were going to be hurting after the third straight, thrilling, you know, final second loss, loss in a row. Yeah. Um and so he, he went the referee. He, he went the referees oh actually no, he actually claimed to be protecting the referees uh, uh, wasn't he? He was actually more having a go at Todd Greenberg and in the in the NRL over its um hmm. over its uh, uh vagueness around the obstruction rule mm-hmm. but but what he did was he he put that out there and made that the official sort of thing mm-hmm. um and he does it quite often and he's really good at it
1: mm-hmm. um so you see you think this is theater you think it's a diversionary tactic oh, away some, from to,
0: to kind of take pressure off his players some of it was yeah mm-hmm. because i mean what do you do like you you you've, your team has just suffered another horrific last minute loss you can't get angry at them, can you? Like it's not going to—it's not going to be. What are you doing in the last five minutes? Like they can't, as a collective, answer back to the coach. Yeah, we've got to get these last five minutes right. This is, Well maybe they can. I don't know. I'm waiting to protect the, them somewhat.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for the day that a coach comes out and just kind of tries to argue that you know, kind of close games basically. Are, are, are random results. Yeah. <laughs> when, <laughs> know that. The, the, you know, whenever a game is close, I mean, like, you know, just the bounce of the ball really can kind of determine <laughs> the imagine, outcome. Imagine so that. You, so I'm just waiting for like a Ricky Stewart or a Shane Flanagan type to say, "Oh, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a kind of a, a run of data, you know. It's like it's like our joke about how, yeah, you know, like yeah. that, that old New Yorker card it was I think it was a New Yorker cartoon. Yeah, wasn't it where yeah. you know, like they they got these two guys got a net random number generator. And then, you know, it's like, it's a set of random numbers. Let's build narratives out of it, you know. (laughs) And that's, in in a lot of respects, that's what sport often is about. And, um, yeah, I would love a coach to basically say, oh, yeah, this is just a bunch of random numbers, you know, being generated. And, you know, the the, the game will eventually come back around to us. So (laughs) I'd love to see someone try to, you know, try to kind of maintain that line of argument. That'd be really funny. See see how the... um, I guess you'd have to have the right persona. Who, like who's the nerdiest coach in, in, in rugby league? Like if he came out there, he's like wearing the eyeglasses and you know, like the pocket protector and you know, like you're kind of you know. Maybe Ricky can't exactly carry yeah, yeah. that off, but I'd love to see someone. I'd love to see someone try. But, yeah, um, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, geez, but geez,
0: I lucky. The luck was on their side today. You know, Let's go next door and have a drink with him. <laughs> you know, ultimately
1: we we just in in this month's edition we have a story with. Um, with, with Jordan Rapana, and uh, one of the questions that we took up with him was, yeah, why the you know, why the Raiders were so so snake bit with the, the, you know, these results in close games last yeah, year, yeah. and like you know, he kind of gave us that answer. He thought, oh, you know, these things do like, tend to come around. I mean, we have to get tougher. Exactly. I mean, we yeah. we won so many games by twenty that we just kind of you know we kind of tend to tighten up when it gets close. But yeah, um, we yeah. know that it'll come around. And you know what? That's a logical response. It, it is, is a logical it. response. Yep. But you know, I mean, they're getting to the point where, yeah, it's happening so often to them that they can't oh. really, they can't really sustain that argument, can yeah. they?
0: No. I, yeah. Just getting back to um, to Ricky. Yeah, I, I, I liked the fact that he was protecting his players. Mm. He, he even if he, you know, intended to make um, a big scene of the obstruction rule, I just, I just like the fact that. This group of men who are in, in the dressing shed, being protected by their coach out in the uh, out in the open. So yeah, I hope it'd be good to see them win this weekend just to you know get all that crap off their back. All the the uh, innuendo about Kenny Ken Ricky coach, which will start to come up again. It'll be. It'll resurface. So. They're liable to go
1: out and win by thirty and then, you know, yeah. kind of have like a, a, a positive differential, even though with like right. <laughs> you'll get we'll yeah. get to like round seven and they'll have a positive differential <laughs> with six losses or five losses or something like that. they will, aren't That's they? just the way, you yeah, know, that's
0: kind of the way they roll. They will. What are you looking forward uh, to, mate?
1: Um, my my point of interest is to see kind of um, kind of how, how the roosters back up. Oh yeah. After after last week. Uh, particularly in the context of playing, you know, genuinely, I think the surprise team of the comp so far yeah. in, in the Warriors. Um, you know, we had we had you know the Warriors pegged for last, and we had you know the Roosters pegged kind of very close to first. And, yep. you, know, that, you know, it's it's interesting to see where those vectors are pointing. At, at you know, kind of in it's round four, right? Uh, yeah. In in round four. Um, the, the uh, I've been writing a, a story in the last week um, that I don't want to talk too much about yet because there'll be a, <coughs> a chance down the line. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I suspect this will engender a bit of conversation yeah. uh, for us. But it's about, um, to talk about it more broadly, it is, it, it's about how cohesive teams are and how often teams change and so forth. Yep. And that's why, you know, looking at something like the Roosters that are bringing in a lot of new pieces with... Um, the expectation that you know they'll, they're the premiership favourites, uh, it, it's hard to kind of like kind of win it all, win, you know, win the title, you know, with such kind of uh, having having made such uh, changes, um, yeah. Just at the start of that uh, at the start of that season, yeah. But honestly, you watch that game against Newcastle, and you could you could be convinced, couldn't you? Yeah, they yeah, definitely they, they looked fantastic. <sighs> I mean, it looked like you know it Looked like Kronk was wired in with everybody yeah. around him. I mean, he's uh, you know, my my talking point before the season. It was this is going to take him some time to kind of you know kind of yeah, get a measure of comfort with you know his, his teammates. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't think that's a, that that doesn't really look like a problem to me. Like, yeah, he, you know, he looked absolutely fantastic. And the yeah. guy he needs chemistry with most, uh, Luke Carey, just oh, you know, played, best game played, of his career, by brilliantly. Far. Like you know, yeah. and now whether that's because cronk yeah, enables him or you know that um mm. you yeah, that that just that their talents mesh uh really well i guess a better kind of you know, technical man than i could can, can explain but um yeah i mean i think uh it was they got to the point where they're kind of you know, they had like new even they even had new, they had their opponents say Newcastle. Pretty awed at, uh, at what they can do. Yeah. So uh, that's
0: the thing, eh? Like they, the really scary thing was how well they played in the wet. Yeah, because big because we live near the ground. Yeah, yeah, Massive storm came. That's over. right. You could, yeah, and
1: it was yeah. one of those things that on, on TV sometimes you can't really tell like when rains falling. You can generally yeah. tell by the condition of the field, how sloppy it is. But yeah, it, 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 was, uh, it was it was pouring down the game. Yeah, you could really tell it was pouring. So to hang that number on the board in the wet is, yeah, um, yeah pretty awesome sight. And um, the other
0: thing about that game is. Tedesco really didn't. No, he wasn't really in the game, was he? And the Roosters, no. still played like that? Mm. some um, yeah, they're a frightening proposition. Yeah, so I, yeah. you know, it would
1: be really interesting to me to see kind of what kind of statement comes out of that game. Yeah, if, you know, if it's if it's you know whatever that may be, whether the Roosters hammer them, the Warriors yeah. win a close one, if it's lo- kind of if it's kind of just an average game, i you know to me it's one of the, yeah it's one of those ones where you you looked on the board early in the season, and you think oh, all right. Yeah, you know, roosters and warriors. But yeah. for now, I mean, like yeah, you know, as the seasons unfold, it's yeah, it's it it, it, it shapes as an interesting one. I mean, I think yeah, you know, I couldn't help but notice that the roosters yeah still remain kind of premiership betting favourites. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I really didn't expect to happen at, by this point. I really thought that you know kind of the board would have moved towards some of the more uh, some of the other more good established teams as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, they're uh, yeah they're. Yeah, that, that when they with the talent that they, have, I mean, I think we always knew they had the talent, but uh, if it comes along faster than than kind of maybe we might have anticipated or I anticipated, <laughs> yeah, could be uh, could be really good. It, it could either be that, or you know, like the refs will continue to call 20 penalties match, and you know that'll that'll decide everything because you know <laughs> that, uh, that that was the other evident trend of the weekend,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah so and that's why we threw that question out is to is uh, <laughs> to, to to the referees. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd here's a question for you. i was going
1: to ask. Do you believe a referee yeah. in, in, in rugby league should yeah. call the match, or should he try to manage it? Um, well, as far
0: as I know, their job is to control the rules of of the game, isn't it? Mm. So just do whatever <clears throat> whatever happens in the match. If there's a rule broken, then then pull pull it up. Mm-hmm. It's not. We're not talking. We're not talking about WW. E or F or whatever it is. <laughs> I'm a big fan, obviously. <laughs> the referees are there to police the game, aren't they? Mm. Isn't, if, if,
1: I can't believe it. But I, is police, when you say police, yeah. is it to maintain law and order or yeah. is it to apply basically whatever's in the criminal code? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, and, I and, think, and, you,
0: and you're going to get to this part where why don't we just get robots to referee the game and then everything okay, I'm called up.
1: I'm going to, re- I'm going to, re- I'm going to re- resile from you bringing up the robot <laughs> Referee, I love yeah. the robot referee. Yeah, because, yeah. And um, it will call particularly it. because you sent me that that um, you sent me that the video of the robot basketballer. Yeah, yeah. and now I'm now I'm thoroughly kind yeah, of intrigued. Yeah, Google that, everybody. It's yeah. just awesome basketball. I, I encourage you to yeah, everyone to take a look at the robot the robot basketballer who's <laughs> been developed by a club team. In uh, <laughs> is it a club team that' no, They've been developed. It was developed, we, we're in, 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 in Japan, of in, course, in it a factory by workers, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it's Toyota. Oh, is it? Or something yeah, okay. like that. They did it for in, a, in, in, in conjunction with their club <laughs> basketball team. Anyway, okay. Uh, uh, off, off, off the topic, I, I my the reason why this question came to mind for me was firstly just having to watch all those whistles being blown and yeah. a potentially really good game between you know, the Cowboys and the Storm, like the, the you know the, the gloss taken off it last yeah. Thursday night because. Yeah, it just seemed like there was a whistle every third tackle. But, but if there's a Sorry, whistle, that's I mean, yeah. a question. But then um, for Andrew Johns uh, to, to come out, who knows rugby league knows the game as well as anybody, yeah. and come out in the end, you know, and have him say that you know, you just don't want you know the game being stopped as often as that, which then you know, kind of indicated to me that his expectation is that yeah. the ref should manage a game of rugby league, just yeah. to say that there should be a certain number of penalties blown in, blown in it that may not, which may be a penalty in another match. Yeah, yeah. But you just, you know, if, if you're going to have all this kind of stop-start, the game has to have flow. If you have all this kind of stop-start yeah. in the context of the match, well, go and watch Union, because that's basically what happens in Union, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it kind of got me thinking that, yeah, and I, I, I'm in total agreement, flow is really one of the, the great attributes of of the game, it's a game that kind of kind of yeah kind of goes you know, back and forth in that way. Mm. And if and I guess when you get down to it, part of the reason why they're so they're being so adamant about enforcing the you know the ten is to create a better flow. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But um, right now, as we're trying to make kind of a, a stylistic transition of one way of playing rugby league to another yeah we're, we're suffering through this yeah, situation where mm. yeah geez, the whistle is is going off a lot I'm a basketball fan so it doesn't really bother me but, no, um, no, that's but right. I think yeah. I think league fans if they have to tolerate another dozen weeks of this it's yeah but, but it's going to be pretty it's going to be pretty tough to take
0: but, but that's weird like mm. so so we're angry at the refs for enforcing <laughs> the ten meter rule. Mm. Why don't they get back to ten meters? Mm. It's a really hard sport to play. I, I realise that, but, well, but and and to, I don't know. And this really weird crackdown or supposed crackdown on people lying around the ruck mm. and and fiddling around mm. with the with the play the ball and everything. It's like just don't do it to blokes, and you won't get penalised. I I, I hope the refs win win out here. Um, uh, you know, we all think that it's just going to fade away in three or four weeks. Well, we're up to week four now, so by that theory, that the refs should start to leave the players alone. But on the other, on the other side of, of letting the game flow, well, what do you want? Do you want a, a game that flows and the teams are only back nine meters and creeping more and more forward, or do you want a game where they're back, you know, the required ten, um, with the attacking team given lots and lots of room to? To, to, you know, move the ball around and make it exciting. I I reckon they should, um, you know, stick fast to what they're trying to do. And that's just clean the game up. It'll be a, be a better product after, you know, two or three months for sure. When I kind of I
1: started hearing about this, the, you know, my mind in search of an analogy of what it kind of, I kind of just mentioned I'm a basketball fan, that um, it reminded me of base about, how could you say, maybe Fifteen years ago, yeah. maybe a bit, maybe a bit less than that. Um, the NBA did this; they, they cracked down on contact on the perimeter. Okay, they, so they, they got rid of the three-point area. Yeah, okay. The, they got rid of kind of the ability of defenders to place their hands or just generally impede, that, you know, impede the path of the ball handler. You really had to kind of, instead of kind of like. Breaking them up with you know kind of with with a, a touch of the forearm or using yep. you know kind of you know um, using your hands yeah. you know they kind of got really strict about kind of moving your feet and, okay. uh, and yeah and, and so that really. Uh, <sighs> It, it created an absolute kind of, you know, kind of, they were just blowing the whistle all the time okay, as they yep, were trying to yep. make this change. And I think the change really took a better part of a couple of seasons <laughs> for right. teams to get used to. Wow. But, um, and, and, so we're, so and we're for big... fans at, at that, because, you know, you'd hear these whistles and the booze would start, going, start raining in. But it must be said, the NBA stuck to it. They yep. kind of got their way. And then something very interesting happened that once kind of like the players got used to it and the yeah. coaches figured out that yeah. oh if they're going to start calling it this way we can start playing a different way wow. and, and a lot well, of what, what a revelation yeah well and yeah. The, the game has opened up greatly since you know the yep. early the late 90s early 2000s mm. and a lot of that has to do with different types of players different types of you know okay. approaches to you know shooting three-pointers and you know different personnel on the floor as well they put yeah. different types of players oh, okay. out on out in the court but I, the point is, is that yeah, if you changing the style of play is possible, and yeah. like if you kind of tweak one rule, what it, all it takes is for kind of like the people who mastermind the game, the actual playing of the game, to to come to that party eventually, yeah. and then yeah. kind of bring the changes that will actually kind of give their team an advantage to win. So yep. yeah, yeah, uh, maybe a bit of pain is 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 worth it right now. I, I think the most. I think I agree with you that the the I think the terrible thing would be. Okay, we're going to keep on whistling this, and then we get to the finals, and they start calling it the traditional way because <laughs> yes. they just don't want they yeah. don't want the elimination games kind of compromised by you know yeah. by kind of like somebody got up you know twelve eight in the penalty counter or, oh, or yeah. something like that. Because yeah. um, penalty
0: counts are really important again, aren't they? they the this year. Well, they? yeah. they've almost been as important as the scores.
1: I mean, in, in in one respect, like really the, with, with the number. Of, penalties that they're whistling, they could probably just you know <laughs> blow the whistle a couple of extra times and level up the penalty count that way. Which they do, I've always, I've been convinced, and I'm, I imagine I've said this before, and I'm sorry if I'm boring people you know, on this point, but I really do think the refs keep the, the count running in their head. Oh, definitely. And this is one of those things that, when getting back to that question that I asked, do refs call the game or do they manage the game? And this mm. is where I really do believe that the league refs manage the game. Okay. like if they've called three penal- and I've asked you I've made this point to you before yeah. you know, which I think you kind of agree with me if one team gets three penalties in a row you're yeah. dead certain that the other side at the next chance that they could get a penalty will get a penalty because you know well you'd hope so wouldn't you if you're following that team you'd hope so. Well, you know otherwise I mean, what, to... what if they haven't committed a penalty though? I mean it's you know. I always yeah. remember that match where, you know, kind of there was there was a yeah, start of a set and Gus said this is the kind of situation where a penalty gets called. Yeah. Two tackles later whistle. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, you know, it's it just yeah. it just is watch enough rugby league and you, you understand the flow of uh, the flow of yeah. the game. Yeah, these things just yeah, they, they are a thing. So
0: Trent Barrett said that on NRL three hundred and sixty mm. um, on Tuesday night. He said, "Yeah, you, you watch this, exactly what you said. You could feel a penalty coming up within two or three tackles, and it just happens that way, doesn't it?"
1: I guess the, the thing, flow thing that, of the game. yeah, the point that should be raised here, and I guess this is kind of a really good segue to our, our, our podcast uh, listener questions are. League players basically cheating on every play or committing penalties on every play, and then it's just a question of the ones that the ref just chooses to penalise.
0: They are, aren't they? <laughs> they
1: are. <laughs> Your
0: main aim is to not get penalised, isn't it? in a Game.
1: Well, yeah, we were just saying that. I think one of the things that um, has been interesting about the whole kind of yeah kind of uh, this whole kind of cricket scandal yeah. is that you know, and granted the the the, the issue is not ball tampering. The issue is is about the premeditation. It's about the plan. It's about it's know, about Australia saying, yeah, do not do this above yeah, the line." It's about it's, about, the kind lines of, yeah, here, it's yeah. about kind of yeah, yeah kind of you know, certain certain moral issues. Here yeah, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you know, the ball tampering. The ball tampering is basically the breaking into of you know of the the democratic offices in the Watergate. You know, I mean, it it, is, it's just the it? small minor event that precipitates a larger. It's, it's like larger pretending to crystal. catch a ball
0: when you haven't. Yeah, exactly. So you know, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. um,
1: yeah, because yeah, you know, it, but it's interesting to see how in cricket, right? Mm. There's still a very strong kind of ethos towards you know, you just you you don't cheat. Mm. Like you know you 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 know and this the the level of outrage, the level of backlash at this yeah. kind of you know kind of raises the question to me that you know and it highlights the difference between sports, whereas you know when I look at something like you know league or, or the rugby codes or even football in general, where yeah. the idea is you know I, I think the ethos is more the case of you know if you can kind of cheat and get away with it, that's a sign of being a very very savvy player yeah. And, yeah, it, um, it's interesting just to see kind of yeah, the disparity between yeah, the, the, the kind of the two different, um, two different yeah. uh, mindsets.
0: Now, what you were saying, um, was, just then was really interesting. Mm. Uh, um, so ball tampering isn't anything new, of course. Mm. Um, and a, a lot of Australian fans have brought up, you know, the fact that, yeah, South Africa's been found guilty of it, India, England. Exactly, yeah. And uh, we had a, a bloke here, an uh, English bloke, Uh, Danny who um, when we all came in on Monday morning (laughs) he said exactly that we're going down the path of Danny (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay. he he said exactly that but we've done it like why where was the outrage then and and the thing is what what you said before we're perfect we're we've got this history of being, well, we, we judge where the line is on mm. certain behaviours in the game, don't we? Mm-hmm. And, um, and and Australian fans have, have gobbled that up over the decades to the point where we've all believed that the Australian team is where it's at. I think it, I think the, the issue is... And that's where the outrage comes from. Yeah, well.
1: the line, this, this thing that we call the line yeah, now, yeah. I think it's passed We're, into the culture. <laughs> The lion basically enables all the other bad behaviour that, that we do. I'm hate to, I'm sorry to sorry to say this. The, but the line's
0: up up to our uh, foreheads above our eyes, isn't it? Well the thing We're is is that very, up yeah, to here. we yeah.
1: will you know, we'll do all the all the sledging and all the mental disintegration and all like the swaggering and you know the all before. the mean spiritedness because we have the line. We're not going to cross the line. And I think the big problem that you know, I, I, this is part of why I think there's you know, such a such an outrage. Yeah, this,
2: over the, this explains the outrage. It's because yeah.
1: crossing the line means we can't do any of that anymore. Exactly. Because right. the line was what justified all the other behaviour. Yep. You know, and now that once you once you get across that, like, yeah. well, then it's it's no longer you can't compete as hard as possible. You know, compete
0: yeah. as hard as possible. And not only that, we can't accuse other um, teams of
2: of uh, uh, that yeah, yeah, that's exactly. just it but yeah. you
1: know I, I couldn't help but notice one of the things mm-hmm. that intrigued me about you know, kind of the, the, in terms of responses to this scandal was that Mel um, yeah. Meninga um, oh, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah, who we know kind of just in his even his short tenure as kangaroo's coach yeah, yeah. so far really holds very high ethical and moral standards for you know for playing you know for the kangaroos like <laughs> yeah. he, he believes in this thing i think you know it, um, yeah, yeah. and you could see just how taken aback he was by kind of this this real kind of breach uh, you know uh, committed by you know Smith Warner yeah. uh and Bancroft and company it could be that, or just that, you know, like he made the comment on Queenslanders only, and like most of the perpetrators here are from New South Wales. <laughs> so, you know, I think that might have just been a subtle dig because, you know, <laughs> Mel, Mel knows what, you know, what his, where his bread is buttered. So. Yeah, yeah, there's
0: Queenslanders and then there's Australians, isn't there? Oh, dear. We um, couldn't help
1: but notice that, you know, the couple of the guys they had to send away in the replacements were, yeah, were, uh, yeah, Joe Burns, Matt Renshaw,
2: you know, yeah. Queenslanders. So, yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Queenslanders
1: yeah. back to bring morality to. Uh, <laughs> Australian crickets. As they always do. <laughs> as they always do. <laughs> yes. Um,
0: shall we move on to our, yes. our question? So it was. Um, it was. Uh, what's the cleverest way teams bend the rules during a game in order to get the upper hand? Um, I've, I'll kick off my. The most annoying one for me is uh, when there's a line dropout. It's never taken on the try line. It's always taken. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon most times it's about half a meter over the line, um, and and that's good and that's fine. And it, it really annoys me because so you've got that discrepancy, um, and then later on in the game we're talking about forward passes that are within millimeters of being forward, and you know so you've got this inconsistency of what we're uh, we're analysing one area of the game um, to within millimeters and then. For this other part of the game, just like, "Oh, yeah, whatever that'll do, yeah, close enough <laughs> and there's at least a couple every game, and it's just it's annoying, yeah. Um, so that's mine. What's yours? Well, what it's interesting really that you,
1: you. put a clause there during a game because you know that rules during out game. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. that, that rules out my, my favorite one being you know when hmm. the accountants go in and add yeah. up the salaries oh, on, yeah. on the team's payroll. I just want to and avoid come out with a magic number that's below eight million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to avoid
0: getting fifteen <laughs> roosters based answers. So I said during a game.
1: Historically, my favorite one has been the scrum. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I don't think you really get any advantage off the scrums. So that no. um, you know, but you know, I always loved how you know they they'll actually spin the ball kind of back. Oh yeah, kind of. that's clever, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's not clever. It's that's, disgraceful. It's clever. <laughs> as someone, as someone who like you know, I'm not arguing. Uh, no, I'm not going to even go down the path of arguing for powered scrums or you know or. I don't even know what the rule is.
0: Whether, whether I don't know what the rule is regarding scrums like. Whether you have to feed the ball into the center of the tunnel, I don't even mm. think that's a rule. Don't think so. I think no. yeah. You,
1: you, you oftentimes you see them throw it in the second row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just as long
0: as you make an effort to feed it in into the scrum properly.
1: Yeah. Listen, I would. Uh, the the two I'd kind of point out one would be the, the block lines that those guys oh my run God. that that is really fraught because oh, you know annoying too isn't it, it is and it, it generally I'd love to see a number on it but the number of tries you kind of score yeah. <laughs> kind of off that but you know that's running, a gray area that's part of the game like if
0: you're running a block line yeah. that's 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 illegal isn't it that's impeding the defense and then and then they do it and then they blow up when the tries aren't water so like you, you sent a bloke through to sort of distract the defense, like what we, what do you expect to happen out of that? Yeah, I, I mean, know. you know,
1: it, it, part of the problem is, is that it's one of those ones where you can have one block line and that does constitute a breaking of the rules, and you have a guy, another guy run a block line, and no, it's it's perfectly fine. The defender gets around yeah, him, and yeah. he has he has a perfect play on the ball, and the yeah. other misses or, or he doesn't. Yeah, they, um, it goes into that obstruction you know, thing, and yeah, yeah, and then it, I, I you know it's, I can remember, you know, Ryan Hoffman kind of. Oh, yeah. uh, he once told me that it's been part of the game forever. like, and I think you know he, he was defending it because yeah, he ran block lines all the time storm. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry, golly. laughs> you know, so, yeah. yeah, that would be one. I guess the other one that I, I, I I see these days is that you'll you'll see a, a tackle effected, often mm. multiple you know two, three men. so yep. yeah, a strip shouldn't be illegal at that stage. Yeah. But the number of times that you see guys wedge their hands, into a certain part uh, of the Beautiful. the ball yep. handler's body or his arm or something like that, so yep. that when he gets up, he'll spill it. <laughs> and then you know, I I don't know. I mean, my intuition tells me a lot of knock ons are happening. That's the way a lot of uh, yeah. seems. That's how at least as many knock ons happen these days that way as to as to just purely dropping the oh, ball I totally from agree. Yeah, you know, you see it so often, and I guess
0: and 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 both the uh, tackler and the ball. Dropper Mm. throw their hands up and look at the referees. Like yeah, did you
1: see that? They didn't let me go. Like that's that's the thing. I often wonder, like you know, I I wonder if if I'm. What am I trying to say here? Uh, (laughs) I think we all know. Is is it worth the risk for kind of the guy who's been tackled to risk dropping it? Like at. To depend on the referee to have called, you know, the penalty for being held for too long. Okay. You know, I would have thought the ball security is a far more you know, important thing to you know, take care of in that situation. To
0: to to answer that question, you have to step inside the mind of a footballer. Mm, no, here we go. Again. And, uh, and you no, and I, no, don't no, want no. You, to do that. you
1: give them far too little credit. Then. <laughs> what? There you go. That's, that's, your big, that's your big takeaway from today's programme. James <laughs> Smith gives Rugby League player intelligence far too little credit.
0: I agree with you. Why would you do that? Mm. Why would you risk either dropping the ball or, or losing possession? Is it because to, the, to milk a penalty? The instinct,
1: instinct for milking a penalty is very, very strong. Like, you want to get, you yeah, want yeah.
0: To get them. Especially if you're on the 20 or 30 metre line, mm. you're coming back out of trouble. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You really want to hang on to the ball, don't you? Mm. Uh, sorry, you really want to get another set of six. Um, going towards the other other end of the field, don't you? Yeah. I guess the
1: counter argument is that these days teams are so proficient at finishing sets and their overall yeah. ball security is so really is really so good that um, you know the idea of the contest for the ball in, in league is is, is something yeah. that's kind of yeah, kind of eroded o- over time and you know and that, that's probably one of the last places left where you can probably kind of see a genuine and, uh, contest for the ball
0: and that's the thing, isn't it? These blokes can bench press. X amount of weights, but they can't hang on to the ball. Oh, in, I don't you know, know. Some t- of them are
1: pretty impressive in just how, you know, <laughs> how they kind of yeah, hang on to it. Some, <laughs> some of them aren't, though, are they? Yeah, like, I don't know. but, you yeah, know, well, The way, how could they, you the not way have they hang, hang hung on to that. Like, I don't know. Like some of that, you, I, I genu- you genuinely watch some of these blogs in, in first grade and like with one hand on the ball, yeah. and it is like a vice. It's yeah, yeah. not coming out. It's, yeah, it it's silly, silly. It's, it's really nice quite blugs. impressive. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, okay, so we'll move on to your answers. Uh, what's the cleverest way teams bend the rules during a game? Uh, uh, Joe, Joe Hedger, the uh, nice. Henderson, yep, yep. Henderson Gill fan. Um, he says, it's got to be the trainers barking advice behind <laughs> the play and directing players where to attack or defend. Um, seems like Alfie Langer and Ronnie Palmer have never retired from the game. And then here we go. It'd be great to see Henderson Gill run the ball run the water for Souths too. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I love that. Just Henderson Gill <laughs> running left, the water. Left left turning, like the end of the <laughs> end of the answer. <laughs> but but yeah. you know, you gotta give credit to Carson. Well, uh, when, re- well. when he responded I was thinking this this can't this can't can have a yeah. Henderson Gill component. And a Neredies at yeah, the yeah, end. we can. there <laughs> we, go. Um, We're ne- it, we cannot be disappointed
1: either,
0: by the uh, yeah. Ian Harkin um, is a Relatively uh, recent um, recent addition to our list of respondents. That so thanks, Ian. Yep. Uh, he, Ian says um, he hates uh, crowding the tackled player and uh, getting your hands all over the ball. There we go. Getting yeah. your knees in there, anything. Just wrestling um, with them, hopefully, uh, to make them fumble the ball. Then your teammates come in from everywhere and pat you on the back.
1: Do you think that um, if... We, as fans, really learn how much these players kind of, like, practice wrestling. Yeah. You know. When I mean practice, I mean really practice. Yeah, they, they get, do. They get on mats and they have, like, instructors come in and teach them all these techniques. Yeah. Do you think we'd all be, we'd be shocked? Um, yeah, I think so. I think people don't yeah. kind of yeah. understand yet the degree to which rugby league players as part of their formal training these days yeah. in, in kind of what they do in their weekend week out practice on you know practice wrestling practice Definitely. actual wrestling
2: I mean, There's something they can do because they like. really do I mean yeah. I was
1: I was stunned that you know when there was uh, we were, when we were doing stories about preseason, and they were saying oh okay we go and then we do a wrestling session okay
0: <laughs> yeah. And when you watch a game from the 70s and 80s, mm. the tackles are just bang. Like, yeah. They weren't necessarily harder, but they were one movement. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they grab around the ankles and the guide fall over. Yeah, but now it's all about getting the bloke to the ground, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about that. It's, it slows the play the ball right down. Uh, AJ Mithen says uh, he hates it. <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> this is the answer of the week, I think. What's, what's the cleverest way teams bend the rules during a game in order to get the upper hand? They be the Broncos. Go. Good on you, AJ. Cynical.
1: Prize of the week. I don't know I don't think we have a prize, so, yeah. but you know. I still haven't got around to at it, I've been too busy, uh, You get the you get the uh the Memorial Prof Davis prize. <laughs> Best answer of the week and you get nothing. Oh,
0: yeah. oh my man. Uh Stuart McLennan says uh uh, it'd be defenders lying in the play of the ball area yeah, with hands one. up pretending they are making an effort to move away. This is always gone. yeah. yeah. Just So you put your hands up. Oh, th- that exempts you from everything, does it, mate? Because like, you've, you've got your arms up in the air. Yeah, excuse me, sir. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. The
1: day they lay on their hands up and they start rolling towards the direction <laughs> of the play. Yep. They roll in the direction of the play of the ball. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: Still not here, still not here. Um, uh, he continues, it, uh, this inevitably leads to, to a slower play of the ball and clearance by the dummy half allowing vital seconds for the defensive line to move up. I don't know up.
1: why this came to mind, but it, it, you know, I want to see if in better rugby league minds than mine is a thing. Mm. Why don't you see players as many players these days like do the thing where they're on the ground, the tackle player like, yeah. with the ball, tackle player yeah. where they kind of just shake about, you know, like you know um, and I'll tell you, to me... the guy. Well, like uh,
0: Mick Hancock. I was about to say, and the way that yeah. stands
1: out in my mind is the Mick... Yeah, I want to yeah. call it the Hancock, from Mick Hancock. Because he yeah. used to look like every time he got on the ground, he was being electrified. <laughs> he did, he did, <laughs> he did. Um, But I wonder if that's, you know, is, is that convincing to the refs? Is it like, you know, I'm I'm ready to get up, but I'm being held? He did it that often that, in the end, the refs just looked
0: and said, <laughs> you look like you're being electrified. <laughs> He, he was like a bucking Bronco, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, yeah. It was
1: he? really was the mechanic I guess
0: if you do it every single time, then it's exactly what's going to happen to you. Hey, oh, look, he's doing that thing again. And the, blo- the bloke could be completely up off the ground, standing at marker, and he's still on the ground, shaking around it. It's so, like, what do you want us to do, mate? Like, because you're doing that, it doesn't mean you're going to get a penalty. Uh, Jay Dwight, um, another sharp. A listener. Um, uh, for him, it's pretty much every uh, penalty kick for the line is about three to four metres off the mark. So you get a penalty and you kick a the touch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they and sh- you know what I love about that?
1: Yeah. They'll kind of go forward to mark the spot and then they'll run right over it everywhere. Yeah.
0: It's exactly what he says. They start <laughs> oh, sorry. They run- shouldn't preempt it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all right. Yeah. They start to the run into the kick from the actual mark. Uh, the other one I really hate is three or so um, in the tackle uh, and the attacker is stealing his feet. Uh, Refugee held, held, and they still, um, sorry, and they still then eventually throw him onto the ground, almost never a penalty, despite probably 10 of these, both sides, every game. That's very
2: true. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah.
0: So it's good one, yeah. So, so you're held, but yeah, the, again, the emphasis is getting Get him to the ground. On the ground. And, Dominate him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, karate Warrior 2, um, uh, forward passes out of dummy half. Yeah, that's, yeah, because there's no flat passes or um, something. Out of dummy half anymore, is there? There's no, so there's no backwards passes. They're all Melbourne storm-like and, and Maroon-like. They mm. they throw it flat, if anything. Cameron Smith yeah,
1: play, no. play at the game line, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so forward passes out of dummy half, hands down. Um, there's no way referees, and I'm not a refs falter, um, a call or a, or are able to call them every time they occur. Uh, this is brutal to watch if your team isn't capable of doing the same. So true. You can be looking at your... Like you know, why are we getting pinned for for that same thing, and it's just it's very annoying, very annoying. And uh, finally, our last answer is uh, Dave Smith. Now we just have to emphasise which Dave Smith. My is Dave Smith. Your Dave Smith. Your brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law, yeah. Dave Smith. Yes. Not fake Dave Smith. Fake Smith. Fake I don't, Dave Smith. don't know where he was. Or he that third
1: Smith. Dave, that that third random Dave Smith <laughs> that we had. You know. <laughs> yes. It's,
0: it, Who I <laughs> suspect
1: might be the actual Dave Smith. <laughs> yeah. Who's listening from Wales? Is that what we've established? We've got to kind of. Kind of differentiate him, so I'm going to call him Jumping Castle Dave Smith. Or Dave Jumping oh, Castle. Smith. How come? Oh, because he's the jumping castle.
0: <laughs> That's all you remember about Dave Smith, isn't That's it? It's all I need to remember. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, defend, I
1: defend that comment. I've defended that comment to the death. That's his legacy. <laughs> um, I thought his legacy was getting money.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the Jumping Castle thing's a lot more interesting, isn't it? <laughs> um, so you're Dave Smith. Um, he just, just wanted to make a complaint that maybe this is behind the Raiders' um, you know, tight losses of late. Uh, they add five minutes onto the game clock at every Raiders game. <laughs> <laughs> so well, time does
1: just, just pass a little slower in gosh. Place.
0: And if they don't do that, then they're on top of the table and they're undefeated. So I, I reckon you're right, Dave. I reckon it's disgraceful. It's am, I th- am,
1: I, am I interpreting this right? But the Warriors kicked two uh, golden points. Um, oh, sorry. Kick two, drop, two, kick two drop goals. Is that um, was that? Did I read that? No, I'm I'm, I'm wrong there. That was I, no, I think the, that, that match. Didn't no. that
0: happen in the West Tigers um, Broncos game? Oh, okay. It no, ended no, up no. being seven all. Yes, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. My, yeah. my mistake.
1: My mistake. Sorry, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah just um, just with the, on that Tigers game. Um, I, I, as you know, I like the Tigers. I like what they're capable of. What happens, right? What happens if? Uh, who, who took the penalty goal at the end to win the game? I can't, I can't, I can't even remember. Draw. Yeah. What yeah. happens if he misses? Hmm. If he misses that goal and it ends up being a draw, then then we're not having this massive discussion, are we, about <laughs> Riff's fault? <laughs> None of it happens. It's like, you know, and what if he, he misses it and the Tigers go up the other end and score this brilliant win in, ex, in extra time? None yeah. of this happens. It's just all... Dependent on, on the moment, I reckon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, okay,
1: anything else to add, mate? I wanted to ask you and get your quick thoughts. Yeah. Uh, being the the grand man of vision that you are about yeah, that, the sport, that's that's about uh, about the strategic plan that the NRL. Yeah, of, yeah. I guess it's the other big kind of talking point to Emerge from the Week that we should oh, yeah, probably okay. cover off particularly with regards to an element of the game that you're, you, you have a, a great kind of interest in and have <coughs> long supported which is the uh, the Emergent Women's Competition yeah yeah definitely I'd, with the like with Peter Biddy's e-
0: expansion ideas th- that's great I reckon he or oh, he or Todd Greenberg or whoever they should name where where we want the game to expand to as far as the NRL competition we should Mm -hmm. name that very soon and then install the teams when the next TV rights deals come up just so that it gives I think I've mentioned this before on here so it gives uh, the teams and their locations four or five years to Start building junior and, it no and surprise, infrastructures. Yeah, it's and,
1: no surprise what they're nominated, like, you know, Perth, Ipswich, yeah. New Zealand. They, they are the sensible yeah. places and, to And go. the New South Wales country option, yeah.
0: which um, I've been talking about that on Twitter this week, and people just boo-boo the idea. They're, they're saying that the regional places aren't big
1: enough to sustain teams. But, but, yeah, but I saw the story. Sorry, I saw a story come out that Greenberg was making, a, uh, yeah, supported the idea, but maybe a second tier to yeah, of country, maybe. New South Wales, which, which made sense to me.
0: Yeah, um, but are country people going to support? I know people hate the term. Like, uh, oh no, no, I won't say it. Are they going to support an ISP team? I don't know. Are they? They're just going to look at it and say that's one rung below first grade. I didn't say that term, so I can't get in
1: in, in trouble. I'll I'll, I'll uh, stay safe there. But <sighs> I think it would be. I think it would be a difficult endeavor. Is what I mean. I would I would think like a a countryside, in uh, in New South, uh, in in first grade. I I I tend to think more along the lines uh, of what you've recommended in the past. I think it's a thing for uh, for teams in larger markets to cultivate kind of relationships in games away. But you. yeah, I mean, there's just no real, there's no real growth area that you could probably kind of yeah, fix too, and say this is, yeah, this is, yeah, we this is where we want to kind of, uh, where we want to kind of be. Um,
0: there's no growth area, but we keep hearing that the bush is dying. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, do you put a team? Yeah, out Yeah, but you, there you just... put a
1: team out there, and it, you know, and if it doesn't succeed, if it turns <laughs> into, you know, kind of another what gold coast seagulls or, yeah. or something like that. I mean, or. You know, I, I don't know what kind of what kind of what kind of gain uh, you, you make from that. No, so it's maybe
0: the towns are a little bit too far away to be able to base it somewhere. And then, you know, no, knowing us New South Wales people, mm. we're very territorial. If you put a team in Dubbo or Bathurst, it's going to be looked at as the Bathurst team, isn't it? Mm. We're not like, like like with Queensland when they started the Cowboys up there. That that seems to have been adopted by half a the regional, state. A regional yeah. side. Yeah. We're, we're more. Oh, that's their team why put it there blah, blah, blah. Mm. but the women's um, league it, it's it's terrific like four's full, a good number um, as Greenberg said in his release you want the league to be healthy in it's first yeah, round first, absolutely.
1: first rung and um, you don't want to you don't want to kind of overshoot reach too nah. high and then kind of um, uh, yeah kind of Kind of failed to clear the bar. Yeah, yeah. Start small. Like you know, there's nothing. You know, there's no kind of shame in like in starting small and kind of building every year.
0: Yeah, and, and and as far as Souths and Cronulla missing out, geez, this is year one. Yeah, you know, I can add, add them next year. Um, mm-hmm. I think I saw our uh, Brad Walter mentioned on the NRL.com yeah, website that, yeah. that there's fourteen thousand players in the St George area. So it would have been weird to have that as well as Cronulla like right next door. Yeah, Maybe. I can I can
1: understand kind of a bit of the. Yeah. Uh, Second know, eye. Yeah. yeah, because the Shire has really made quite a significant contribution, well, to the yeah, to the women's yeah. game. carrying that team is So for them, that would be the. If you were just to show me on the basis of that, I understand there are probably good reasons why the four teams that are in there are in there. Yeah. But like, if just on the basis of seeing that and not seeing you know, a Cronulla side in there. That would immediately pop up in my mind. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm not arguing the toss. Nah. I'm just saying that yeah, it does look going bad. Of and
0: maybe the reaction to that decision has already automatically given them a start for next Pretty year. Pretty much. You know, oh, I, think, I, I think feel actually care about this. I
1: think yeah. that's one of those things that you know okay, is an easy kind of yeah, easy kind of fix for yeah. yeah for kind of the yeah phase two of the comp. Yeah. Yeah. So there you
0: go. Thank you very much. Um, Anything from the mag? Um, no. What have we got? Still, uh, too,
1: still too much butterfly killing game in it. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, so it's a, our April edition is on sale for another week and a half, I think, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually on sale still. Yeah, uh, till mid mid um, mid April, mm-hmm. and uh, with our uh, Dustin Martin, the AFL player, on the on the cover. If you ever
1: uh, wanted to see yeah, kind of what, yeah, James Smith thinks about other than like rugby league, pick up this edition because he's got a lot of his coverage of the Commonwealth Games <laughs> yeah. in there. There's something called the Commonwealth Games. They're 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 going on. Yeah, they're being held in you know the place where you know the Titans are supposed to be playing. And um,
0: yeah, should uh, yeah should be pretty good. Should be good. All right. Thank you very much. And um, we shall catch you next week. See you then.